0: informative thought-provoking factually correct ladies and gentlemen welcome to this podcast is none of those things starring brian and elliot coming to you from the dirty dina studio in pasadena texas here we go Take art class and draw Bill Goldberg. That'd be as good as his wrestling skill. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome everybody to episode 3 of this podcast is None of Those Things. I'm Brian, sitting here with Elliot. We are in one room this uh, week instead of being on the uh, Zoom. Elliot, happy new year. How's it going? Great. How about you? Oh, Going alright, dude. We're doing the Nas thing, everybody. We're doing one mic. (laughs) <laughs> Hopefully we can stay awake. That 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 New Year's dinner was fantastic. It was. We'll we'll just hit the food segment first this week. Yeah, and uh, um, pork and beans. Pork and beans. <laughs> Not Yes um, and no. So <laughs> the the German/Pennsylvania Dutch tradition that I grew up with for New Year's was pork and sauerkraut and you know, real talk, that, that stuff's delicious. So I got a big old pork tenderloin and put that with some sauerkraut in the oven and then got that going. And, you know, the Southern tradition is black eyed peas. So I said, well, you know what? I've technically been a Southerner for six years now. So <laughs> let me, you know, and we need all the luck we can get for 2021. So let me let me <coughs> rock that. What I did is I took the uh, black eyed peas. And I mixed them in with some uh, greens. I got mustard, collard, and turnip greens. And I put some bacon and onion in there and got that all cooking up. And that turned out pretty darn delightful. It was. And to top it off, we had some mashed cauliflower. Mm Mm-hmm. Because typically, um, back home, we would have had mashed potatoes with the
1: pork and uh, sauerkraut. But we're trying to cut the carbs back, y'all.
0: Yes, so... It was a lower carb version, much much like the Thanksgiving uh dinner that we talked about before. Mac, and cauliflower mac and cheese.
1: <laughs> and we'll get we'll get to why here in a little bit. Because we're men of a certain age and there's things we just can't do anymore. <laughs> well we should well not it's not that we can't. We shouldn't. Because there's <laughs> family members and doctors and all that involved and then like, you know, People just don't, they want us to be around for a long time. Like, I think they like us, and you will too, but (laughs) as you get to know us. (laughs)
0: Blatant listener pandering, that is what you are here for, folks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They hear the pop in the audience, oh, isn't that sweet? But in reality, here's a funny thing about, uh, my, my, my colleague brought up about, um, I just got colleague status. Colleague I, mean, I feel like our relationship just regressed. No, <laughs> like you know, at, at at this particular point, the basic rule of the rule of thumb, I, I think people can relate to this: that when you've known somebody and been up and down the road with them for over twenty years, you're not friends anymore. Yes, that's family. Like it's like when you can basically argue with someone and then like, okay, oh, let's you want to go get get something to drink? Yeah, let's go. And then call it a day, your family, because you get over it. It's not a thing. So that being said, back to full circle, because um, I grew up in Ohio, but we and but my my grandmother and my mom both did the sauerkraut thing with the, you know, with pork tenderloin or with sausage or something like that when I was a kid growing up as well. Even though we weren't Pennsylvania Deutsch, we definitely had that as part of our deal. Nobody
0: says it Pennsylvania Deutsch. That's just how I explain how Pennsylvania Dutch became a thing, and it's German.
1: Yeah, I know, <laughs> but just, I I understand that. But you know, I'm just I'm just going with what you said. So um, because I'm not I'm not Dutch or German or anything. I'm, you know, I I, I would, have, it would have been interesting to see me walk amongst the Amish. God bless them. But I think that they would have kicked me out too because I'm just like too live like that. Um, but they, but everybody else can love me. So the thing is is that <laughs> they're not gonna listen to this anyway, <laughs> y'all know why. <laughs> so uh, so the, so the reality,, I guess, is,
0: I guess we could talk all the shit on the <laughs> Amish we wanted to. <laughs> yeah, I know, Maybe how much like shit they
1: usually smell, and like I'm not going there. Back to the fact of the sausage and the sauerkraut. OK, so basically the point being is that and it is the thing, even though like my, my dad is from is from Georgia. And so I do have southern roots. But then again, my my hillbilly family down in southeastern Ohio. I mean, the black eyed peas was a thing, too. And then all the greens that's, you know, all across the board. It was and that's all good, which I'm stumbling back into this thing of a discussion that Brian and I had earlier in the week, how it was remarkable to me we were talking about the Korean culture and the Germans and the Eastern European like how the fact they, they both have fermented cabbage and they're on opposite sides of the planet from each other. And, and so it's not the great cause they got kimchi and then then the Eastern European, they got sauerkraut, but still it's fermented cabbage. It's just done differently and they're both delicious on a burger. So,
0: <laughs> so Actually, I'm going to make a book recommendation here, and I think you have my copy of it. Um, Do I? It's a book called Salt, A World History. It's by Mark Kurlansky, Ker- and he does actually talk about sauerkraut. Mm-hmm. And I want to say he talks about it being originated by the Celts. And the Celts uh, throughout Europe were big-time traders. And you're you're talking similar time frames to when...
1: And a legendary basketball team, y'all. Um, so keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no, just joking. No connection to the basketball team. In fact, they 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 sell they they, they pronounce the name wrong. They <laughs> do, but
0: I think that's where you may have seen like the spread of that idea. Mm-hmm. But we've also talked about it before. Like every part of the world has a dumpling.
2: Yep, and every you've part... got
0: you've got pierogies. You've got your your dumplings. Your your buns. And even and, that, um, empanadas. Empanadas exactly where yeah, I was j- going to go j- j- with j- that. Jamaican
1: like, Jamaican meat pies, uh, the the pasty. Yeah. You know, and, and so it's some type of breadish type of dish with food stuffed on the on, inside. On,
0: on the Italian side of it, you have ravioli. It's right. essentially a dumpling.
1: Right. right, and they're all. By the way, they're all delicious. Yeah. You know, we're, we're not. We just. We just. It, 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 we're, the whole point of this is is the commonality. This is not a knock because if you put because if you were to see pictures of us go to our go to our page this podcast is none of those things you'll see something of like we're we're healthy sized individuals <laughs> <laughs> like right and the reality is is, is, is that you put uh, a smorgasbord of ravioli pasties Jamaican meat pies empanadas of every latin country <laughs> and, like on a, we are eating it i think i think we can firmly
0: agree that we support all forms of dough wrapped fillings,
1: yeah, definitely.
0: matter of fact, I think you could call me a dough wrapped filling at least Elliot you, you're, your your dumpling this is getting skinny, yeah, and we'll we'll get to that too. Let's start off with um, we've seen each other since Christmas, but we haven't talked about it on on the record. Mm-hmm. Um, how was your Christmas? Christmas was
1: good, yeah, yeah, it was a, the, 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 the highlight I mean there's a lot of highlights. I mean, I love hanging out with my family. But uh given to one my, my my family dynamic, my oldest son um, he's gotten to the age where I can take him with me to certain places and leave him to himself and he'll be completely fine and so I on my side you know my main job in life is right now and I'm assistant director of uh, and hand and, and, I work in beaumont right and um, and so during the week I have him he stayed with me and so I would hang out with him after work and we would do so. So he gets to be independent and then also have time with dad and there's no interruption. And so we were able to do things like big kid things, big guy things, and he liked that.
0: Big guy things with you two. Yeah. Where were the big guys?
2: <laughs>
1: well, he's getting there. He's already taller than me. He that just that to, is true. He just needs to fill out the frame. Like, you know, <laughs> if I were to show him pictures of, if I were to show y'all pictures of what I looked like back when, look, any of my friendly friends that have that have downloaded this, y'all can can chime in. Y'all remember what I was like? I could walk through a harp without making a sound. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, I, my funny part was um, a while back. The doctor said that he wants he she wanted me to get down to 127, which is basically what I was when I was at. In, in eighth grade, going into high school.
0: I mean, i I was I wrestled at one twenty five
1: in seventh grade. Right. So, um, I, I showed my wife a picture, a soccer picture of me at that weight, <laughs> right? This is what the, and she was like, "Oh no!" I was like, "Why not?" She was like, "I need to." If we she go needs out. A man. <laughs> I need to. I want to, I need to be looked like you're protecting me, not that I'm protecting you. <laughs> I was like, like, all right. She was like, you. She was like, wife mandate. Whatever the doctor said, that went out the window. It was like you get down to one seventy-five, <laughs> <was> and uh, <laughs> whatever the doctor says, add fifty pounds. <laughs> yeah, because we're not having that.
0: <laughs> well, and and here's the thing. I mean. You know what you could do is get all jacked up, Mm -hmm. like get all yoked, like start doing a bunch of roids and stuff, and just be like.
1: I think I'm too old for roids.
0: I mean, I don't think you're really ever too old for roids, but well, I mean, they're a terrible plan.
1: Yeah, I mean, like any type of (laughs) any any, any type of roids, steroids, hemorrhoids. Either way, the steroids they tend (laughs) to be (laughs) deadly. Like you know, the the higher each, each iteration of the roid usage there's like damaging to us as a person to damaging to us as a society we just can't sit straight with this one (laughs) wow we don't we just don't sit straight (laughs) no geez louise Just uh, one cheek at a time oh (laughs) no (laughs) no are no. are we having a cheeky discussion
0: Dude, the imaginary dump button is being smashed right now.
1: We got on the, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry, I got on the good foot and did the bad thing. You got on something and did, did the bad thing. Jeez Louise. <laughs> so I digress. We were so, you we, we, digress. so we so we did that, and then I had like uh, finally got back. We got back on Christmas Eve, and then with, with the rest of the family, and. I dropped him off with his mom on uh, Sunday. So, um, and there was that. So, so it, was, it was good, but it was, it was the best use of time during this. You know, the pandemic has been challenging for everybody. So, you know. Yeah, Zoomed, no kidding. You, we Zoom called, the rest, of the, the rest of the family did a Zoom call on Christmas Eve and talked with each other, you know, doing that way. And that basically was it. So, what about you? So
0: I, I ended up working on Christmas um, because my my trip home got canceled. So with the other guys having kids and I'm like, well, it's just me and the dog. So, you know, spend, spend Christmas with your, with your kids. I'll cover your shift that day. And that was fine. I ended up, it was nice because I, I was able to video call with my sister and my nephews and um, my brother-in-law. And I did it while I was working, so I was showing the kids around the lab, and, you know, I I thought they were were bored as I was taking them around, like, instrument to instrument and telling them what it does and telling them, like, all the stuff, and Mm -hmm. then I talked to my sister later, and she said, no, they loved it, that was a hit. I'm like, good, good, little future scientist, I like it. Mm -hmm. So, that was good, and... And I just kind of hung out. I So the family tradition, uh, food-wise, has always been lasagna.
1: Nothing wrong with that.
0: Right? And I don't know where it came from. I forget when it started.
1: They all like Garfield.
0: I mean, who doesn't? And who doesn't like lasagna? I mean, that mm. goes back to the dumplings, right? Yeah. Everybody kind of broke that this year. My parents were the only ones who had lasagna. My sister said she had, they had shrimp scampi because that's what the boys would, would eat. And mm. you know, kudos to the boys for you know having some quality taste buds going. Mm-hmm. Like you can be picky eaters, and one of the things you'll eat is shrimp scampi. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: it's a
0: solid choice. Yeah. Um, and then I ended up getting a just it was total bachelor move mm-hmm. of I just got a frozen shepherd's pie from Aldi. I just thought that looked good.
1: There's nothing wrong with shepherd's pie.
0: And no, there was nothing wrong with this thing at all. Wow. It was really good. Do recommend
1: lamb and potatoes. Yes.
0: So, it didn't it wasn't lamb, and so I was I was I thought it was weird that they called it shepherd's pie because as far as I understand, it it's was, supposed to be lamb if it's a shepherd's pie and it's supposed to be called a cottage pie if it's beef, right? So, what do they call if it's chicken? And they do special cuz they don't make it. Well, I mean, but now you now you have me wanting to experiment.
1: Yeah, then we could so. <laughs> we could, we could, we could call it hen house pie.
0: Hen house pie, there you go. There you go. Yes. Um so what'd you end up uh what'd you get up with under the tree?
1: Well at least I still had my two front teeth, but um I um we I I didn't get gifts for myself. It was just the boys and the wife.
0: What'd you get the boys?
1: Clothes and toys and such. Okay. You know, and Tamika, it was uh, perfume and lotion and stuff. Like, there was this one uh, lotion at Bath & Body Works that had to do with stress relief. I had a feeling she might need it, so I got her that. I mean, she is married to you. Yeah. (laughs) I'm the easy part.
0: That's true. You're gone all week.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know, exactly. I'm not the source of the problem. (laughs) no stress.
0: No, she balls out at work, though. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely stress is a a thing. Mm Mm-hmm my gifts were some gift cards and some cash and
1: mm-hmm. and so, and so with cash you know cash is like diamonds they're like everybody's best friend you can't go yeah, wrong no. with cash can, I mean like, like even if you call him Johnny like you still gonna have some cash and if you don't want the cash you can let me hold it for a little bit um you know and I, I can give it back to you later if you're fine with that
0: well listen I'd let you hold some cash if I had some cash now yeah but, see, but I, <laughs> just that day you know you can just like you know but, no, my nephews got me. Um, my sister and my nephews they got me forty eight golf balls, mm-hmm. which was fantastic because I will need forty eight golf balls.
1: They definitely, you know, being it because you are really into uh, you. you really, he's, he's he's a golf like guy. That's his thing. Both regular golf and his thing that we're both into is called disc golf. Which,
0: yeah. So they got me those golf balls, mm-hmm. and I actually got them disc golf starter sets. All right. And so I was really excited because when I'd asked them what they wanted, they were talking about video games. Yeah. I was like, and then I talked to my sister and she said, yeah, I I, I keep having to tell people different things for the video games. Like, you know, hey, you get them this game. They're going to get them this game. Somebody's going to get them a controller. And... I was like, well, let me do something they can do outside. Mm. So, I got them the the disc golf, uh, just the three disc starter sets and the bags. Um, they they built a new course near their house. So, since my trip got canceled for Christmas because of the Rona. Thank you, COVID. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going up in June, hopefully, if the Rona finally goes at least partially away. And I'm going to play with them up there then. And I was... I talked to my uh, my sister, and they they already had one set for them, so now they have you know enough sets mm-hmm. that my brother in law can take them out, teach them the basics, mm-hmm. and, you know in the meantime I got to get good at it. Otherwise, I'll just go up there and embarrass myself in front of the kids, you know. Mm.
1: Well, I mean, there's there's levels to it, but <laughs> uh, like it 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 really uh, this golf is actually quite fun. We were, you know, Brian introduced. It to me, and then we both introduced it to my my son, and you know we're so good with you know it's it's really a way of getting the kids out and about, and it's good exercise and walking, right? And focus and just social interaction.
0: So I think you know Christmas was good all around, and you know a little bit different this year. Obviously, everybody had a different Christmas this year.
1: <laughs> yes, they did.
0: Um, here we are. It's it's New Year's Day. Hence, the pork and sauerkraut and black-eyed peas.
1: Basically, pork and beans. Pork and beans. <laughs>
0: pork and beans. So, I wanted to talk about 2020 year in review. Now, the easy year in review is zero stars, do not recommend, 2020 sucked.
1: Yeah. But... But it might have only just been the trailer. Well, the movie yeah. might be going on. I mean, I
0: figure now, <laughs> now, now 21 is old enough to drink. Like, we're in trouble. <laughs> right. But... There, there were some positives. On a, on a grand scale, I will say that I, I saw an article on Yahoo that kind of hit a couple of these. Okay. Um, on a grand scale, um, we saw a lot of people stepping up, like the ability to help each other. For, mm. for every beating and fight over toilet paper and wearing a mask, you know, we had... Um, distilleries making sanitizer, right? To try and keep up with demand, mm. we had Etsy has had like the craziest year ever. Like all these people making crafts mm. have just blown up, mm-hmm. and it's allowing them with their their stay at home time, whether their job's making them work from home mm. or or they lost their job. Unfortunately, it's allowing them to to be productive during that time.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and to make a little bit of cash. Mm -hmm. um, Honestly, for me, I have spent more time talking to my family than ever, especially the last couple months. And don't judge me. I didn't used to call my grandparents all that often. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't so bad when I saw them a few times a year. Mm -hmm. But then when I moved down here, uh, the first couple years I was down here, I talked to them a little bit, but not as much as I could have. I got into the habit here during Corona of calling them at least once a week. It's been good. It's been good to like get, you know, update from them and talk to them. And, you know, every, every couple of times I end up talking to my uncle cause he's over there or, right. you know, so it's, it's nice to kind of keep up with folks that I wouldn't have necessarily otherwise kept up with to the level mm-hmm. You know, my mom's probably sick of seeing my number pop up on her
2: phone.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, call her all the darn times. She, you know, I'm waiting for her to stop answering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but again, and my sister, you know, I there was times before where I'd go weeks or one, you know, a couple times it's been like, oh wow, we haven't talked in three months,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it's like, well, that's not good. So you know, I'm making it a point to really stay in touch better. It's you know, isolation has led to a lot of more keeping in touch, especially with people that you were already isolated from. I
1: think, mm-hmm. you know, and that, that's been the case for some. And then there's been, you know, um, you know, then I know there's, there's some people that like you actually got to see folk got to see each other. I feel across the country, across the board, uh, each other for who they. Are I think the shadows were kind of like erased this year more than ever, and this so there was a lot more truth telling about like where people stood on things and life and communication all across the board. That's as far as I'm going with it. You know, that's like, good because <laughs> I feel like
0: there could be a lot of negatives and
1: not positives <laughs> in that. Well, but 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 I but I I think that there's but I do think though in, in society there was there was a there was a, always an uncomfortable silence um, a willful a wanting to be willfully ignorant about things because you know generally everything else was going fine enough that you could relatively ignore stuff but then as a result though when you have literally nothing else left to do <laughs> your time is now where you we you had your job to, to preoccupy you or something else to preoccupy your 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 vision and your eyes and ears you know it wasn't a big deal then you have also you had this free time and now it's like, oh, I didn't know it was like this. Oh, I didn't know it was like this. Oh, I didn't know it was like this. Another societal positive, though, like America has had the colonic.
0: <laughs> a voter apathy problem for a very long time. <laughs> this year, we did not have voter apathy. Everybody voted.
2: <laughs>
0: and I think that one of the things that, there's some people who are going to have disagreements on what I'm about to say, but I think early voting and mail in voting is phenomenal.
1: I do too. I it agree.
0: leads to that voter participation. Mm-hmm. And what it will do is right now it does favor one party over another. Mm-hmm. And part of that is that one party tends a little bit on the younger side mm-hmm. and a little more eager to embrace change. Mm hmm. But I think as long as the, as long as both parties embrace the kind of, I don't want to use the term new normal, but it's kind of the, the easiest term to use, that, you know, we could see huge turnouts in every election moving forward. I mean, you know, people, all like, we did always get people out for the presidential election, even, though, even if it was not a huge turnout. Mm-hmm. It's the local elections that really affect your day-to-day life. And, you know, I'd love to say that I voted in every local election I'm eligible for, but that's not true. Mm -hmm. You know, but I have, you know, a couple at least. Right. Um, But with mail-in ballots and early voting, if they keep all that stuff going for all that in these off years, Mm -hmm. you know, you you can really see people really have a voice in their own government.
1: Right, definitely. Because, that, again, that's one of those things where, where like I alluded to earlier, like the, the truth-telling, you get to – things in times past, you could ignore it because you had too many other things that was going on. This year, you just did not. And there was a <laughs> – right? <laughs> and so now people that typically wouldn't, like, now it's like, oh, that's beneficial, or oh, that's messed up, or oh, I need to go ahead and put my hands on this, or, or something – and um, as a result, it's like okay, so local really does do something, you know. And so the the president was the is is the rock star getting everybody's attention. But the reality is the the opening acts are actually the ones that have more of an impact with you, and, and you got to pay attention to those. You can't just ignore those on election, and they no longer. I don't think they no longer will. And so that I, I see that as. I think see that as, as a as a bonus. The, now the thing is, is that uh, what are we going to do with the the candidate portion of it? And by the way, if you're hearing anything. It's because we're so popular. The neighborhood has come out and they're singing their songs, and they're backing us up. And they, there's, a, there's a church choir. There's a lady singing solo, and she's swaying to the wind. If you're hearing anything at all, I'm just giving an acknowledgement. I don't know her name. You know, let's just say that she is Elliot's biggest fan, and we'll just go over that. Okay. So, um, <laughs> and see, and you hear Brian's louder. He's okay with that, but they might be friends. I think they're next door neighbors or something. Uh, they're
0: across the street, and I guess they're they're singing
1: some Happy New Year songs. And the folks saying and he normally says that I'm loud, uh, so well, yeah, right? <laughs> like, but I'm like, like really? all
0: my windows are closed,
2: <laughs> right?
0: You had a lot of people taking up a lot of interesting and different activities. I mean, heck, us doing this podcast,
2: like, mm-hmm.
0: probably doesn't happen without Rona, even right. though. We've talked about doing this type of thing for years and years and years. Uh, Without Rona, I probably don't have the time to edit and try and pursue stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, and look at content and all that. You Mm -hmm. know, I know a lot of, uh, I know folks, a lot of this
1: stuff sounds like we're just rambling, but we do try and plan it out. Yeah, but but but, but remember, <laughs> if you want to talk about organization and you're talking about being factually accurate, you're talking about being like informative, anonymous, thought anonymous. provoking,
0: any of that. This it is, is, this none, podcast is none of those things.
1: things. So we don't bring that pressure on us and we don't pass that pressure <laughs> onto you. If you really want to have an enjoy your night, we're the ones you want to talk to. Cause there's no judgment here. <laughs> <laughs> this is a judgment free zone. <laughs>
0: I may start doing fact-checking in the outros, though, just to see how bad we
1: are. <laughs> Given how we've been watching, seeing what the... What the, we're, we're, we're equal opportunity offenders when it comes to the government, so just understand that. So guess what I say this? Given what we've been seeing out of Washington, we're not that bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Our, our factual
0: inaccuracies or alternate truths are... Um, much less dangerous than ones that we've been fed from the government. Oh,
1: so you, so you mean to tell me that, that, like, so if we're wrong, the country's not going to go to hell. No. Oh, there's, no. There's, there's nobody hanging on our word, every word. To Absolutely like, not. Like, I mean, like, we do love the church, but, like, we're not priests or preachers or anything like that. No one is, we have no congregation.
0: <laughs> Elliot's so fired up over it, he's foaming at the mouth. You okay there, bud?
1: Yeah, the, the Sprite is good. <laughs> it's damn good tea.
0: So, to the activities, and we already kind of mentioned it, you know, I got back into disc golf after God knows how many years of not playing and and got Elliot into it and, and Jay. And it, like he said, it's a great great way just to kind of get out and about, um, get some time in the sun. Mm-hmm. Nice little way to get a little bit of exercise. Yes. You know, depending on the course, I mean, God, we played, we played TC Jester course over here in, uh, North Houston, n- North Houston. Yeah. And what were we at? 12,000 steps. Yep. Just on that course. Like it was crazy.
1: Like it, it we did, we did the one in, uh, in Klein Park down in Beaumont. Still, that was another 12,000 steps for me. <laughs> I don't remember how many that was, but it
0: was it was definitely plenty. But yeah, it's it's nice to, to get out and get to do that and you know, for me I take the dog out, so it's a nice activity to get her out and about, socializing with people. You know, I play this uh course locally regularly and bunch of kids that play soccer in this park they've they've gotten to know Patty. Mm-hmm. Um, through me just playing rounds and it's funny cause I, I gotta give these kids credit. There's so many stories about snot nosed, entitled kids who are just a real pain. Mm-hmm. But these kids at this park, when they're playing soccer across one of the, you know, cause we have to share the, the course with the park. Right. Um, so the sixth fairway is a nice open field mm-hmm. and kids are usually playing soccer on it. Mm-hmm. And so, They'll see people come up to the tee box Mm -hmm. And they'll actually scatter the soccer game
2: Mm -hmm.
0: To let people throw Right, And it puts a little pressure on you to uh, to throw a good shot Some of my best uh, drives off the tee have been on that I've also managed to hit the tree that's 20 feet in front of it on the regular too
1: Brian, we all have hit the tree Oh, the trees, stupid trees I mean, why did God make them? What, 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 What good are they? Oh well, the 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 hold up for all you nature activists out there. We know it's the chlorophyll, it's the oxygen, it cleans the air. We get it. It's just a joke. When
0: when you're any kind of golfer, trees are the enemy. You know they they claim that trees are ninety percent air. That's that's my favorite one. Trees are ninety percent air. It's that ten percent that I find every darn time. Yeah. And with with a frisbee it's like okay, you know, that's pretty big. It's going to find the branches. With a golf ball it's it really frustrating cuz that thing's tiny.
1: Right. <laughs> but I always
0: find a branch.
1: Yeah. But anyway, sometimes even a branch in the river, y'all. So these you kids are flashbacks.
0: Every time I throw out into that fairway, these kids are standing around and Patty's running around and Patty loves her some children. And these kids are always nice enough to ask if they can mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And then they, I have some pictures of it, they, they kind of mob her, and she just tail wagging, belly up, mm-hmm. just getting love from all these kids, and she loves it, it makes me laugh, they have fun with it. So, it's definitely a positive to come out of 2020. Yes, it is. I do think that the first few months of 2021, at least, are going to be similar. I don't mm-hmm. think, just because the calendar changed, our, our lives are not going to significantly change just yet but know. there is positive with the vaccine so I think I think we've covered a, a good bit of positive that came out of 2020 yes um, like I said there's a lot of learning I uh, heck one of the things my sister got me on this app Duolingo um, listen Duolingo people sponsor us because I'm singing your praises and getting you getting you uh, members. Um, it's a language learning app, and it turns language learning into into like a game mm. on your phone. Okay. So it's really cool, and I'm I'm working on learning Spanish. Living in Texas, that's the most useful uh, language to 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 learn.
1: And I really thought they were speaking French, so I mean, it's completely okay. With well, the that.
0: way you spoke French, I can understand that. Yeah, those Latin
1: based language. <laughs> hey, like, you know, Dan Quayle said it. You know, Latin. Base languages, learn Latin, and there you go. <laughs> and, and there is
0: something to that.
1: Um, right. And
0: as far as I can tell, uh, Spanish and Italian are the closest
1: to Latin. Mm-hmm. I wonder why. So, but the <laughs> French has a little little bit different stuff going on. But the French are always different, y'all. They are. They are. They're, there's like, you know, but we do thank them for their fries contribution. The Julian cut. I mean, I know folks think about fans, it's like about the Eiffel Tower, and that's beautiful and all that, and they did give us the Statue of Liberty, but let's face it, it's all about them fries.
0: I guess this kind of, that, that works. <laughs> we've talked about a bunch of food, and then you, t- and we talked about a bunch of food that was theoretically fairly good for you. Damn. It was definitely lo- lower carb. Yes. And then you bring up the Frenchie fry.
1: You doggone it. And the hey, Frenchie uh,
0: Fry has got to go on the banned list.
1: Yeah, unless they, unless, there's a, unless there's a cauliflower French Fry. And if there is, that will end up on the plate. You know, I think you could probably pull it
0: off. You probably could. With the new year, a lot of people make New Year's resolutions. And New Year's resolutions tend to get broken by, I don't know, next week. Mm-hmm. I think that we should set New Year's goals. Yeah. And I, I want to... I have some long-term and short-term goals. Mm-hmm. So, one of my, my my long-term is to get healthier. Get, you know, like I've said, there's an awful lot of me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely what you would call supersized.
1: Yeah, there's, there's a lot of love in him, y'all.
0: That's right. You know. Full to the brim.
1: Yes. Food love, but love. Food love, you know yeah.
0: You're, <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. So, um, Elliot, I think... You've done a great job over the past, what, year and a half mm-hmm. of really getting yourself significantly healthier. You've lost a bunch of weight,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I I have had a very rough relationship with my weight over the years. Mm-hmm. When I moved down here, I was, I was quite a bit lighter than I am now, mm-hmm. and I had lost it that previous summer. I'd lost 81 pounds in one summer, mm-hmm. and it was simple. It was... Watch what I ate mm. and walk.
1: And he said his prayers. And he took his vitamins. He did the Hulk Hogan diet. I even, workout.
0: I did, I did lift a, f- a couple of weights too. So he, yeah, mm-hmm. but, we did the Hulk Hogan diet. Right, right, right. So unfortunately, when I came down here, I discovered Whataburger mm-hmm. and kolaches, yeah, and quality barbecue.
1: <laughs> and <then> there's, <laughs> there's there's even a restaurant called House of Pies, y'all. I mean, it's like... I've never been to House of Pies, though. Uh, you know, Brian's mom, I, just, I was doing right by you. <laughs> because if he and I could go to House of Pies, there's nothing wrong with a pie inside of there. We just would never have left. <laughs> oh, and listen, listen. You know what else I got into down
0: here is just the... The 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 Mexican food.
1: yeah. So good. I mean, wait, 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 wait. You mean to tell me uh, it's, it's it's better than ta- the? I mean, up north we had Taco Bell. That's Mexican food, right? Yeah,
0: no, like <laughs> back home there's like three Mexican restaurants in a three county area, and uh, it's better now. I've I've seen stuff on Facebook in that you know from people with the ho- the hometown group, mm, right? That they're talking about. Oh yeah, there's this Mexican place and this one and yeah, their tacos are really good. And I'm like, man, that's awesome.
1: Right. But, you know.
0: But I, st- I need to stop eating tacos.
1: <laughs> but I was, the hint of the joke was the fact that both of us being northern guys, yes, there were Mexican restaurants and, yes, the Taco Bell reference and all that. But, but <laughs> you know, after I came down to Texas, after having grown up in Finley, Ohio, um, and then I went back to where I was from, all of a sudden Taco Bell just didn't hit the same. <laughs> like it you know, the you know, a lot of the things things I thought was a certain way it's like, man, this is phenomenal. Then when I stepped aside of Hancock County, it's where the world's a bigger place, went down this like and, and this is how they do it down here. Like then I went back, like my eyes have been open. I can't go back to my mindset before. <laughs> I've been changed. I mean, <laughs> even even Taco
0: Cabana versus Taco Bell—it's not even a contest. Nah, but you know, living here, living in Pasadena, like I'm pretty sure the the it might be the highest um, per per square mile of Mexican restaurants mm-hmm. outside of Mexico. Right, and it's amazing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But anyway, so to get to the long-term goal, and and a lot of my long-term goals, kind of gel together. Mm-hmm. So one of one of my one of my quote-unquote bucket list, or I call it my forty-five list. Mm-hmm. So we talked about in the first episode. That mm-hmm. was my fortieth birthday. So what I would like to do by on the year I'm forty-five.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When I'm forty-five. I would like to play golf at St. Andrews in Scotland. Mm -hmm. One, there's a couple things there. Um, One, I'm pretty sure that you have to walk Mm -hmm. as it should be at St. Andrews. So St. Andrews is the OG golf Mm -hmm. course. Mm -hmm. It's the headquarters of the Royal and Ancient, which is the British governing body. Um, they correspond with the USGA here. Mm-hmm. I know that I just threw out a bunch of letters and you're smiling and nodding and you don't have any idea what any no, of that is. No, we're all in HNC, but So, so that any any of our listeners who are golfers they are well aware of the USGA and the R&A.
1: Well, yeah, I guess some friends that, that, that were in that are into the golf. I I respect the fact that someone that you start from 600 yards away to get the ball into a little hole. And I re- and, and and that and having that type of accuracy, you can't do nothing but respect that. Everybody's so. Think ladies and gentlemen, I'm a pool hall <laughs> type of guy. He's not even that good at that, but I beat him though. <laughs> so once, more than once. Anyway, in Pittsburgh, they still chant my name. Wow. <laughs> I don't think they
0: ever chanted your name in Pittsburgh.
1: <laughs> yeah, they do. And then they say, Ben Ra- they just Thank you for introducing us to Ben Rathersberger. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway,
0: <laughs> playing St. Andrews is something that I absolutely positively want to do in my life. Mm-hmm. And in order to do that, I need to get significantly healthier. Mm-hmm. I also need to improve my golf game. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure that they have a handicap limit as to what they what level of golfer they will allow on that hallowed ground. Oh, well. And I'm well above it. So I am currently, and I shouldn't say currently, because I'm not as good as I should be with tracking my handicap on the app on my phone. Mm -hmm. But I'm currently like a 34 or 32 handicap, Mm -hmm. which is horrific. I I would like to get my handicap under 20. Okay. To play St. Andrews. And so what that would essentially entail is that I would be shooting around 90 per round. Right now I'm shooting between 100 and 110 most Mm -hmm. rounds. That's what I need to get to. Mm -hmm. big part of that is I need to fix my swing. And losing weight should help with that. Because it don't mean a thing if you ain't got that swing. Dude, you ain't lying. Right. So... (laughs) <laughs> that's so that's how that goes. Golf will be more enjoyable if I'm in better shape and I'm healthier. Not mm-hmm. to mention I will get to play it longer.
2: Yeah, well, so that?
0: to that end, I have some shorter term goals. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is a weight number. So, like I said, I'm going home in June. Mm-hmm. So when I left, when I left home six years ago, mm-hmm. I was. 405 pounds, 404. Right. And like I said, I had lost 81 pounds. I had The heaviest I had ever been in my life. I was at 485. Mm -hmm. I got a bunch of weight off and came down here, put a bunch of it back on. Lost some of it, put it back on. It's been up and down, Mm -hmm. you know, for the last uh, couple years. So I really needed to dig down. So my goal for... June, June 1st, and I'm putting this on, on the recording, mm-hmm. is that I want to have a three as the first number in my weight. Okay. So I want to be under 400 pounds. Now I weighed myself this morning. Mm-hmm. I had weighed my, so I had been, I was up to 476 mm-hmm. in September. Right. I weighed myself this morning and it's been, I'm, I'm I've been uneven. I go for streaks of eating healthy and then like, you know, Thanksgiving I ate healthy and then for the last month after Thanksgiving I did not. Right. The weird thing, like, of all times, like, I should have reversed that and just ate like crap on Thanksgiving and Mm. ate healthy the rest of the time. Right. But I weighed myself this morning and I was 461.6. So I need to drop Mm
2: -hmm.
0: 62 pounds Mm. at least. Mm Mm-hmm um uh, before June 1st. Right. So that's 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 that short-term mm. or medium-term goal I guess would right. be. In the shorter term, I'm going to get back to walking. I've been debating whether I want to do it by steps or if I want to actually do it by mileage. And so steps obviously mm. theoretically would be easier if I was back at work cuz I'd be on my feet more. Mm-hmm. You know, working when I'm working from home Spend a lot of time on the couch, right? But one of the benefits that I can do working from home is that at lunchtime, go for a walk. Patty and I can go take a walk,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and she loves that mid mm. midday walk.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Makes her day, yeah. And so that's why I'm I'm debating between steps and miles, but I think I'm gonna I'm gonna put it put it down right here. Mm. So I'm gonna start with six miles a week. And so that, I won't count steps. I will just track those miles. Right. I have, you know, my phone tracks my steps automatically. I also have an app that'll do mileage. The right. what is My my Fitness or Map My Fitness, I think, is the Under Armour one. Mm-hmm. That's the one I have. Right. So I'm going to start doing that where I actually put it in and, and put that up. Right. I had done that a couple years ago when I did the 5Ks. Right. And you did that one 5K with me. It was, mm. it was fun. Mm-hmm. And I want to get back to that. So I'm going to start off for the month of January. I want to do six miles a week. Right. Then I think in February I'm going to say, okay, well, I want to do ten miles a week,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then so on and so forth. And I think I want my, I think I want my my goal to be by the end of the year to be about twenty miles a week. Okay. Because that breaks down to three miles a day. hmm Man, that's, that's a lot.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, that's doing a 5K every day. Right. Um, or if you're doing every other day,
2: mm-hmm.
0: doing more than a 5K. Right. And then doing off days. Right. So I'm going to have to see. We're going to go at least for the six a week. Mm-hmm. And move up to maybe in two weeks I go to eight. Right. And then to 10 for start of February. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good start, and I think I will probably try and sign up for some 5Ks if God we ever have them again. Right. You know, they are definitely not a socially distanced thing. Right. I think that's a good way to get me on the right path. Um, I did (laughs) buy a push cart Mm -hmm. for my golf bag. Nice. So I need to be taking advantage of the fact that I have a membership at a course that if I show up and walk the course, I don't pay a dime.
1: Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so I could get more golf in, more practice in, right. and get those miles in. Right. And, you know, because golf is a good, that's at least three miles every round. Right. It might even be more.
1: Okay.
0: That's kind of where I'm at with that stuff. Diet-wise, I mean, I think it's it's, it's just got to be lower carb. Mm-hmm. Um, that works for me, and it works well, and I just can't go on crazy binges or or extended binges. Mm-hmm. You know, if I have a day where I eat a bunch of carbs, okay, I had one day,
1: but then I got to get back on it the next day. Can't right. let them, can't let them cascade. Right. What I've done was was, was helped me out with that is that because I, I like carbs like you, but this is where like the green leafy vegetables come into play because they're diuretics. So when I have them, if I have a mashed potato macaroni and cheese day, and Lord knows those are my those are my weaknesses, that's my kryptonite. When I you know the very next day. I have the turnip greens, mustard green, collard greens, and all that, and, you know, cranberries and cranberry juice, guess what happens? All that stuff that I did, it, it it gets the carbs out, literally, it cleans me out, <laughs> among other things. My goal is, is to be by 175 by my birthday, because I do turn 45 this year, and so... And I want to, the, the nature of, of what I do, um, the nature of my workplace environment is a little different than yours. So I get, and i would say this because anybody that's listening, take into account what it is that you're actually doing. You have a sedentary job, that's going to be influenced. My job is such where I am 15,000 steps a day, just casually, just right off the bat. So my I get cardio every day, but the nature of my workplace is it's not... It's, it's a brisk walk going 260,000 square foot in, of a hospital and 11 satellite locations <laughs> trying to make sure that everything is going the way they need to go. Plus pushing, lifting, pulling from 40 pounds or some of like that necessary and all that. So by the nature of what I do and I track mine by using my Fitbit, the, uh, you know, I, I, I get into a zone heart rate wise fairly quickly into my day and that keeps my heart going the whole time though. So that's the reason why for me that challenge of finally crossing that barrier getting down to 175 which is like when I do I do that then when this journey started by the time I get to that we're talking about I would have lost a, a total of like 100 pounds and and know as of today I'm at 215 and it's a different type of 215 because my I'm actually wearing uh, like yesterday for the first time in over a decade I'm actually wearing 36 inch waist pants. Which I had not done in 10, 11 years, and full transparency for me, I'm you know, food is my is, is my alcohol, it's my it's my comfort. So if I'm going to if I'm depressed, if I'm not feeling right, I just I would load up to you know feel good again, and that's not healthy. So there are certain other things that start doing to help me with. Finding it's, it's all about find, for me. It's about finding replacement. It was became about finding replacements, need to, to fill that need because <clears throat> there is a is a although I'm not the most religious man in the world. Brian will tell you that uh, there is a, there actually is a, a biblical scripture that talks about be careful. about when you cast a uh, when you cast something out of somebody, that you have something to replace what you kicked out because that desire is going to go back. Goes, it's going to go out and a route and going to come back seven times worse in that individual if you have not replaced what that thing, you know, that we found a replacement for that, you know, to fill that void that desires to get down. So do that. I want to do that. I have a fun goal for myself this year at some, you know, if I want to, I want to take Jay to, uh, there's this uh, thing in Florida where you get to swim with the manatees and um, I figure it'd be a fun learning experience. And if we could do that, that'd be something fun to do. Another fun goal would be to get to the Haskells, just to see if that's a library that straddles the U S Canadian border It's the only library in the world that straddles two countries. And I think that that's a fun thing to actually do. And then, you know, I, what will be happening is come March, I'll be submitting, um, my information, submitting my, my third book to my publisher, hard drive publishing. And the third book in the Rewritten Lives series is called Earnest Thoughts. And I'm looking forward to submitting that finally. And uh, my book, Rewritten Lives, will be re-released, but this time as a commercial release, underneath the publisher, Hard Drive Publishing. So uh, 2021 is actually going to be starting off pretty good. At some point for me, the, um, the, the movie that did, we did a, uh, uh, a pilot for Got asked by Amazon to ask the director to redo it as a feature, and the movie it was called Avender. And the director asked me to reprise my role in there as, as the coroner. It actually is a speaking role. I'm excited about that. Love to do that. So once that gets going, I'd like to, you know, be involved in that again. And then finally, I was, and this was this was another hidden reason for me to get down to 175. Ready for this one? Here we go. Um, before the pandemic, about a year or so before the pandemic, I was, uh, my, my wife's, my in-laws are in the Austin area and down the road from them, there is this zip line facility, right? And I, um, and, and my son had, I wanted to take my oldest to do zip lining and, and all that. And so we had pulled this up in a parking lot and they were about to close so they weren't ready to do anything, but we walked around the facility, went inside the facility and they had scales. And so, like, and it was like, okay, you know, you had to be a certain. There was a weight limit about being able to get onto the zip line, right? And so I stepped on it, and I was under the weight limit. I could do it, but it was like, you know, you can't add any more weight. <laughs> <laughs> you can't wear a sweater and do it. <laughs> no, no. And so I was like, I, you know, I, there's there's things I want to be able to do with him that I would be able to do more of those things if I lost. The weight, so I doubled down on my efforts. That was another one of the 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 things that motivated me to drop the weight that I've i lost. Like you know, plus it was cost effective because you already got beans and vegetables over there. Just, you know, go ahead and eat that because twenty dollars that you might spend at McDonald's for a couple of extra value meals, you that that's about twenty meals at home if you bought the stuff. Use that same twenty dollars at the grocery store and got the actual food that you could cook for yourself at home, do it healthy and be done with it. By the time that this pandemic thing finally opens up and everything's back to normal again, I'd be able to do the zip lining with my oldest and not have a and not be concerned about enjoying the time with him.
0: I mean if you lose enough weight you can strap your youngest to your to yourself while you do the zip lining with mm-hmm. your oldest.
1: Right, I know, but I, th- I have a feeling that <laughs> the mom might leave me hanging on that zip line. Oh. <laughs> like, what are you doing with my baby? And not just the mom, the grandmas, the aunts. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things that that's ever going to happen, I got to sneak that boy out. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, you just published your plan. Right, so, so that's not going to happen. I just told on myself. You know, if this ever if this ever gets out, but we'll wait, it will get out. So <laughs>
0: I have I have uh, two goals for both of us. One of those is to keep up the accountability and update every couple episodes where we're at. Mm-hmm. The other one is disc golf related. Mm-hmm. So I'm about. Hand handicap in disc golf, and you're about a twenty.
1: I'm just handicapped when it comes to that Well, I to mean, gain. there is that, and you mm-hmm. know, but you know,
0: the aim is getting better. But my goal, I, I want to get closer to being shooting par.
1: Uh huh. And I guess I want a shoot. Well, what par. I was gonna say, <laughs> <laughs> like it was a your guy goal, named. <laughs>
0: your goal should be to get
1: to where I'm at now. Well, my goal is like there's a man named Parr on the field. He needs to go ahead and get off because I'm aiming for him. <laughs> Listen.
0: <laughs> Duck! Whatever you're aiming for is the safest thing in the in yeah, the place. Yeah, yeah. you stay
1: right in front of me. I'll never hit you. <laughs> you, know, you know the whole boxing thing? Like, I see three people. Hit the one in the middle. No, that won't work. Hit the one to the side, and then you hit the one in the middle. That's how that works with me. Um, so... <laughs>
0: and we'll have to do updates on that too um we have there's a great app for disc golf called Disc. it's mm-hmm. the letter u d-i-s-c mm-hmm. if you're interested in taking up disc golf definitely grab that and it shows you where all the courses are it has maps of the courses it has scorecards all the stuff you need for it it's They they give you like the first month or two for free, and then to fully use it, you need you pay five bucks a year after the first month. Mm -hmm. And honestly, for the enjoyment I get out of it, that five bucks a year is a great price. Yes, it is, and it's crazy just how big disc golf got, Mm -hmm. and it's really cool. and And eventually, I want to have Phil on Mm -hmm. to talk about disc golf Mm -hmm. because. He's very good. Mm-hmm. A lot of the guys that I work with at the DJ company are very good at disc golf. Mm-hmm. Some less so, but it yeah. takes all of us. It that's takes a good, village. That's, it takes all of us. That's what the NFL says. So we'll have probably more disc golf
1: discussion later on in, in the podcast. And um, who knows? I mean, some of our ancillary sites, you might actually catch a video of one or both of us take, you know, throwing the frisbee towards the uh, towards the goal at hand.
0: I did change our uh, profile picture on the Facebook page to me and Patty when we were at Klein uh-huh. uh, playing disc golf. Because it was you and Patty for like a week. Right. Right. <laughs> you, folks, you'll notice an overwhelming theme that Patty seems to be uh, featuring prominently. Right. <laughs> she, she's, the team. She, she's the mascot, y'all. Indeed. Indeed. She's curled up between us right now. Thanks for listening to part one of our New Year's show. In part two, we're going to discuss our video game history, what we're watching and what we're going to watch, what we're excited to see coming up, and an interesting story from Elliot about how he's going to be losing at every competition to his sons within a year. Thanks for listening. Make sure to like the This Podcast is None of Those Things Facebook page and follow us on Twitter. It is at this underscore those you can now listen to us on spotify deezer and podcast index as well as our buzzsprout site so make sure you subscribe and tune in